You don't have to be a digital marketing expert to like be in the industry that we're in right now. Karen Hype. We had amazing jobs and, and we left them. We with no insurance, no savings, and we were about to have a baby in three months. And so it's just like one of those things that you're like, anything is possible. You know, like if we can do it, anybody can do it. Like, what are you most proud of for yourself? Like and that topic is just a, such a big thing. You have to be willing to accept that sometimes you're wrong. Yo, yo, hey guys, Alejandro here again, the Holy Hustle podcast, and I've got Karen Height on the call. How are you? Doing amazing. Excited to be and here. And I just found this out. You're, you, you're living in Nicaragua, and oh. that is like, that is the coolest thing ever. And um, you, this is how I found out about you. I saw John Maxwell. Well, well, yeah. here's the thing. There was actually one of your attendees posting about your conference and i say yeah. jimmy darts who i'm yeah. like the biggest fan of um john maxwell who is like yeah. my leadership coach for the last 20 plus years and i'm Amazing. just like who in the world is getting all these people you know to go overseas and and, and go to your committed is it committed mastermind or committed conference right the commitment summit yeah the commitment the summit. commitment summit and yes. so can you tell folks a little bit about how in the heck did you get these big names to come to your event? You know, it's, it's so, it, I feel like it's definitely a God thing because I don't know, like it, it's just like, there's a connection that just connected us with somebody with Jimmy specifically, we just honestly love following him on social media and like the videos that he posts and just like how he's like mm. really spreading kindness, but do it in a way that motivates other people to do it. And like, we just message him. It's like, Hey, Jimmy, like, what it would take you, what, what it would take to like get you to Costa Rica to share what you're doing with everybody. We have a group of digital marketing agency owners that are coming and we're wanting to like spread a little bit of like, not only, you know, the, the side of like the business and growing, you know, your social media to the way that you have grown it, but how you're using, you know, kindness through business. And so we just, we just love that. We had Daryl Eves, actually Daryl, I don't know if you, you know about him, but he is one of the founders of The Chosen. And so like, Funny enough, I was like, JC, we need yep. to get somebody from the Chosen to the Commitment Summit this year to get out. Like, I just, I just need to have somebody there because I've loved the show so much and how they're like making a twist, you know, to it in terms of, I mean, the the oldest stories of the Bible, right? But just everybody's so excited yes. to like watching them on Netflix and like the app and the movies and all the stuff that they're doing. We just reach out to him, not knowing that the guy is actually a digital marketer, you know, that he focuses on YouTube. So it's just like little things like that. It's just like, um, I, I think it's definitely a guts thing. That is amazing. I love events. I've been in and around doing big, small, I, I love events and how they bring people together. And I understand how difficult it is to get, not just one really big name, but like you had multiple, like just amazing people. So I'd love to learn like how in the world, like where did you get your start at building your agency? And I want to talk about this really cool building an agency for scratch in 30 days um, yeah. <laughs> here soon. But how did you get your start into this to building these masterminds and these summits? Like yeah. tell me a little bit about your background, Karen. So I actually graduated from interior design. So I just wanted to start there because you don't have to be a digital oh. marketing expert to like be in the industry that we're mm. in right now. So just like, you know, people ask me all the time, like, oh, what do I have to do? Like, you know, you can start today if you wanted to, like, right? Like there's like zero entry to that. You just have to like go after it and like really push yourself into like learning and connecting with people. 
Um, so when we actually started this journey, I used to work for a digital marketing agency. One thing led to another, and I ended up there as a sales operation manager. And it was an 85,000 agency. Then JC also started working there just because we were married and, and my my then uh, bosses just like met him. And we actually ended up having like a minority equity at, at, at right before we left. And the cool thing about that was just like we got to learn from I was not involved in any communities. I was not involved in anything like masterminds. I didn't even know what that meant. Um, we were just really focused on doing the work and just learning and and while we were doing right and just learning from 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 the best. And so um, it came to a point where I was, you know what? We are pregnant and we didn't align really with the values of the of the business, even though I learned so much. Just there were things that I don't know if that has happened to you, Alejandro, but you know, like there's things that you do hmm. when you're young and then you're like you realize like huh you know like i shouldn't be doing that i shouldn't be probably True. you know allowing some stuff that even even if i'm not doing anything wrong you know like I, I'm, I'm in an environment that's just like mm, motivates that and so as good. i'm bringing as i'm bringing somebody else into the world you know i'm like i need to be cautious about the direction my life is going and also who i'm surrounded by and so we just so you good. know it was kind of like one of those places where god i think like just put just really blinded us because we had amazing jobs and, and we left them we with no insurance no savings and we were about to have a baby in three months and so but we just listened you know and just like left and we started this agency and then crazy enough you know five years later you know like we've hit the Inc. 5000 list twice over 150 team members you know coming from nicaragua all, most of our team members are here in nicaragua so it's just like one of those things that you're like anything is possible you know like if we can do it anybody can do it. And I, I think also it's just a testament of, you know, God's blessing because everybody, you know, like there's a lot of people going after success and just like a lot of the stuff that we have been able to achieve. And, and, you know, it's just like, I, I really feel that God just has provided that for us. You know, I feel like obviously we have worked really hard and, mm. and I know we're going to talk about this, but I also do believe that, you know, God's providence has been there on us and, and we have responsibility to share mm. that with everybody. So that's that's sort of like where the mastermind started happening and and so we we just you know as we were doing the agency space you know we're a franchise model so that's very different than many agencies out there yeah and and we felt that there wasn't um, a place that we could get you know that knowledge and that we probably didn't fit the mold as many other agencies and, and coaching programs even though we were friends with many coaches and, and many programs out there we felt that we were not there you know in the same path and so we just decided, hey, I wonder who else feels that way. And why don't we just get together and we, you know, pitch in and go after the knowledge ourselves, you know? And so we have John Maxwell is one of our mentors for our mastermind. So he actually meant like our group is, I think, is one of the only three groups that he mentors personally in the world. So that's just like a crazy wow. thing. I never thought that, you know, so that would cool. be an opportunity. And and we just really focus on just going after knowledge with together. So that's, that's sort of how we do it. <laughs> yeah, I... I think that is incredible. You made a decision, you know, three months before to change your environment, do things like, was it, was it like, man, we had millions of dollars in the bank. We could do this. Was oh. it like a big leap of faith? Like how, how was that experience for you back then? I mean, we had no savings. Like we had, we, we had no savings and we oh, had, wow. didn't have insurance. So like when the baby came, like we had to pay in full oh, yeah. for the delivery here. And so this, those three months, you know, seven months pregnant, those three months really were just going after it. I remember JC working super hard. He would work until like 11 at night every day, you know, just connecting with people and serving. And, and the one thing that I remember, he started, you know, 
really from the bottom. Like, I mean, getting our first clients by just, hey, how can I come to your group? You know, he would be friends with somebody that owned groups and like, hey, how can I come to your group and serve? Like I, I you know, whatever I, I need to do, like yeah. a, la- a lesson, a master class, whatever I need to do just to connect with people. And, and yeah, we just worked really hard, you know, during those times and, 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 and it paid off, you know, like we, we were able to like pay for the delivery of the baby and, and it's just the blessings have not stopped, honestly. Um, so yeah, we, we were just really Come thankful, on. you know, that, that we were able to make that leap because otherwise, you know, we would never hire the people that we have hired. We have never started something that we have started, you know, like we get, for example, scholarships, to all of our teammates, um, to their kids to go to school here in Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's so many places that are not just us, you know, there's, it's, there's something there else, there's a bigger impact. And I think we, you know, we were, we're grateful that we were able to like be obedient and listening and just said, Hey, I'm going to leave this comfortable, comfortable place, um, for, for a while and, and just work hard and, and see what happens. That's amazing. And what year, what year was your kid born then? What year was that? So that was 2018. So this is very new. This is not like 2008. This is 2018. How long yeah. did it take for you guys to go, oh my goodness, like we're kind of got something here and we're we're kind of doing it now. Like, was it right away because you're working so hard? Or did it take a year or two? You know, it's kind of funny because a lot of people in our in our space in digital marketing, they celebrate when they get to a million. That's like the big thing. Like, oh, I got to a million or a hundred K a month. And, and, you know, that's like, that's the big goal. And I don't think we ever celebrated when we hit our first million. I don't think we ever like realized, you know, like that we were, like, we honestly were just so focused on just like working hard that we never created this sort of like a financial like goal that we, we hit and then we're like, good. But I think I remember one day that I, we were driving and I remember that we, we were driving and, and I told JC, you know what? I, like it, it was, it was this feeling of like, I don't, you know, like when you don't have to like worry about if the credit card's going to go through when you're paying at a restaurant, you know, <laughs> when you're like, you know, okay, like I, it's actually like a, a good feeling, you know, like you're not concerned of like, exactly. Like when I realized that we were not worried about that anymore, you know, I was like, oh, wait, like we don't, we don't have that problem anymore. You know, like our basic needs are met. Like we really don't mm. need and I remember telling JC, you know, like what, what's next for us, you know, like, I mean, like we met our basic needs because I, I don't know if you know this, but we spent our first year of marriage actually losing everything. We had 49 houses. We lost it all. Wow. We had, you know, like this, like, sorry, everything. We like went back into my dad's maid's quarters wow. here in Nicaragua, which is, if you know, if you've been in Nicaragua, maid's quarters are like a tiny room twin size bed that was our first year of marriage like mm. we we really our our going out for mm. dinners was going to the gas station and, and eating chicken there like that was our our like you know just like treat yourself type of type of thing and so yeah, um yeah. we went from that yeah. to you know getting like amazing job and then just leaving that and then doing this and yeah it was it's kind of crazy I, I don't think we realized i guess and i think maybe there's still like a little bit of an imposter syndrome going on sometimes you know when you're like Oh man, you know, when we do this events, like, you know, like, oh my goodness, like the first time that we did the, did the event, like who's going to come to this. And then like, we had this amazing people, you know, coming and, sh- and sharing and just be wanting to be part of this mission. And I don't know, I, 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 I try not to focus on that. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I really love that. And, um, out of curiosity, do you ever yeah. go back to the, to the gas station to get some chicken for like nostalgia and like, man, like, 
reminding us of our humble beginnings. <laughs> you know, I went back to my dad's house this weekend and I was there and I was just, mm. you know, I was like thinking like, man, like this is, this is where we used to live. And this is, you know, the space where we were at and mm. after work, you know, we would like, come here and, and yeah, there's like, there's a little bit of like, huh, you know, it's, it's good. And I, I think that's one of the things I enjoy so much about living in Nicaragua is that I'm constantly remi reminded of the blessings that we have. And I was just talking to a friend, you know, we're doing this experiment mm. going to the U.S. And one of the things that I really love about being here, yeah. it's knowing that, you know, I, I'm reminded constantly of how blessed we are, whether it's like driving, you know, just mm. down the road and just like seeing and like, you know, the little things yes. that, you know, I have a car, yes. I have a job. Yes. I have my kids. I can literally give them like water, like without a problem, you know, like I, I like just mm. those little mm. things that I think like just remind me constantly of, of the blessings that we have. Yeah. I, I think of when um, the Israelites crossed over the Jordan river and they were told to leave those 12 like pebbles or stones to yeah. remind them of God's faithfulness. Right. And I just, uh, how, how yeah. can we create these little things, these little symbols to remind ourselves? of God's faithfulness. Right. And so I love, I actually really, really love that. Um, and so what year did you launch the summit? Was that, was that this last year? Or was that the second year you did it? That was the second year. Yeah. So our first year we had Kevin Harrington, okay. we had Damon John, we had Jesse Itzler, we had <laughs> crazy. Uh, Corey and yeah, Billy for really from a uh, duck dynasty. Like just, yeah, it was in intense. Jen Gottlieb was there. Like we, yeah, we just, really had an amazing experience. The second one was amazing too. I mean, Jen Maxwell did a whole VIP day um, for everybody. So like they came earlier Holy to experience cow. that. Yeah, it was, it was out of, you know, it's kind of funny because the second one before every, everything that we do, but before uh, events specifically, we always like have this prayer time and, you know, we're like, okay, God, you know, just mm. do whatever you want to do. This is your event. You got this people here, you know, like we don't have, this is not our business, you know, our business is not running events, but so like we don't have like mm. a whole sales team, you know, running the events and like, like literally is our team doing that with us. Um, we sell the tickets ourselves. Like it's not like we're, we're outsourcing that to, to anybody. So we, we yeah, did that yeah, and this yeah. year. It was very interesting because I felt that our event was like, he really took over our event. And it, it was like for something I wasn't even mm. prepared, you know, in some ways, like there was a moment that I was like, God, what are you doing here? You know, like, I mean, we had mm. at, by the end of, of the event, I know of like Bible studies that started at the event that they're still being carried out. Mm. Um, I know of like at least three people that just gave their lives to Christ. And so it was kind of crazy to see Come a digital on. marketing event, you know, and, and just, being transformed that way. No, I love that. And so the event isn't technically a Christian event. So my question, my yeah. question to you is how, how are you navigating that boldness in front of people that are Christian and not, not Christian? Like, how does that play out? Because I think there's a lot of Christian entrepreneurs that have a lot of friends that maybe don't go to church or are saved and they yeah. want to, they want to, use business. They want to use networking as a way to evangelize and be a great example to their friends. How, how have you guys developed, I guess, that boldness to speak out like that? You know, it, it's, it's so interesting because I think there's, there is sometimes that hesitation, you know, when you're 
you're in business, you know, it's not very common for you to like, just come and say like, Hey, let's start, let's mm. start this meeting with a prayer or, you know, like whatever we're facing <laughs> right now, let's just like go into yeah, prayer yeah, type, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not yeah, a common yeah, yeah. thing to do. Yeah. I think for us, you know, like we have seen what our life was, especially this. And, and I'll tell you like this year, for example, like I feel like I'm much closer to God than I have been even at some of our, you know, mm years past you know where like even even before ccs you know where yeah. you can say like okay that that was success you know like i, I feel like this year i honestly i've gone i've grown closer to him but i think i think it happens when mm. you understand that who i am you know without god and who i am with him you know when i when i'm with him like the person that i i'm transformed and how my thoughts are and, and the reason that it, when you understand you know that behind anything that i do if i don't have him how that feels but when you do have him, you know, like that feeling. And mm. so I think we have gone through moments in our life where we have realized, like, I'm not close to God. The things that I'm doing right now are not in alignment with what he wants me to do. Like, I can feel it. And we just, you know, we're, I think maybe we're tired from that. <laughs> we're, try, we're tired from running. And so we're just like, you know, God, you're going to do whatever Come you're going to do. And, and also, I think whoever, like, that's just who I am and what I, what I want in my life. And if you don't want it, I respect it. I feel like there is a moment that God will call mm. you, you know, and, and, and will you, you will have your own relationship with God. So I'm not afraid of, you know, telling my friends, Hey, you know, if we don't partake on this, you know, like, that's fine. You know, I, I, I would love for you to join me, but if you don't, if that's not where you're at today, that's fine too. You know, we can still be friends and we can still like do business together. So it's, it's not a problem, but I think like we realize who we are. And once you know who you are, there's no going back, you know? Yeah, that, that is incredible. And uh, I just, I think it's going to continue to grow. I'm telling you when I, I've been around events for a long 20 years, some, some, some really big Christian conferences, 10, 20,000, like just, and when I saw your stuff, the excitement, even the branding, the language, you guys, I'm like, this thing is like, this thing is like the real deal. That's why I was like, I got to have you on. I got to, I just got to, let me use my podcast to meet Karen. Right? You know what I mean? I just want to like support and, and be praying with you guys because I think what you're doing is incredible. And, and now, so conferences are crazy. I, I've no, I've lost yeah. money myself on them. Oh, and, yeah. and so they're, they're very difficult to pull off. Yeah. Virtual summits start there for most people, right? You guys are doing something really crazy going yes. you're moving for i think you said seven or nine months to the states to yes. start a agency from scratch with like two thousand dollars in the bank i think you're crazy i'm just kidding but <laughs> but like most people well, would go are. like why would you do this yeah. <laughs> yeah so so can you tell me a little bit about this new experiment and challenge that you and jc are going to be doing yeah man um this experiment's going to be crazy. I, I think we are crazy, by the way. And whoever doesn't think that, I don't know. You probably haven't followed us in a while. I mean, like we have done, you know, challenges where like we like shave our heads. Like, okay, whoever lost us is going to shave. Like JC shaved his head once. Like we're always doing like crazy stuff, I feel like. But this one specifically, I, I honestly didn't see it coming. I think it's it, honestly, yeah. we're disguising it with like being a business thing. But I think there's something bigger, you know, I, I think there's something bigger yeah. that's going to come out of that. And, mm. and when we feel that we always mm. try to listen and we always like, just go for it. I, I went through all the emotions. I'm not going to lie. Cause I love living in Nicaragua. So like seven months, just it, it, the reality <laughs> change that we're going to have, you know, first off here, 
because it's a third world country, you're out, you're able to create jobs like having a nanny and you're, you know, having, you know, your chef and you have your driver mm. and all this stuff. We're going to like go back into the basics and like, literally I'm going to be the nanny. I'm going to be the child. <laughs> I'm going to be the driver. And we're, we're going to experience a little bit of, of what the American <laughs> life really is. Um, so that's going to be a challenge that I, I know most Americans are going to be like, Oh yeah, like whatever. Like we do that all the time, but running a business and, and starting from scratch, I think it's going to be, you know, just like an added, you know, interesting thing for us. Um, and our goal, honestly, is just like, okay, we have been doing this for a while. We got a lot of success, but we are very much people of, I, I want to know exactly like, if I'm going to give you an advice and some, something, and we have so many agencies coming to us all the time, like, Hey, mm. what should I do? What strategy? So I, I, we feel the responsibility also to understand where we're at. It's not the same, this market and, and the world today. It's not the same when we started our agency. So the strategies that we're putting in place, we want to feel that, Hey, I'm giving you advice that I'm actually putting into practice and I'm walking the walk with you. And so I think this experiment is just going to show us mainly, you know, because at the end of the day, like there could, this can fail, this could be amazing, or this could be a complete failure. I think it would be entertaining no matter what, but, you know, it's just realizing that there's yes. a, there's a possibility that we could fail on this financial goal of getting to 10 K in profits. But if we do succeed, then we would have the framework that, agencies and people out there, not only agency owners, because we're doing something interesting with SaaS, but people out there can do to, if they fully commit to something, accomplish the same goal. And, and I think that just that sense of hope and also just being next to somebody that's like literally agency owners can walk with us, you know, as they're doing their business, just like walk with us as we're doing our, our this experiment and just going live on a daily basis and just like, hey, like, you know, this is what's happening today. This is the obstacle. We're going to bring our friends to like mentor us, you know, as we're going through it. I, I think it's going to be exciting. So yeah, we're, we're looking forward to this. And, and yes, it's crazy, but I think it's going to be totally worth it. Yeah, I, I think entrepreneurs by default, if this is your full-time, you, you, you know, taking that risk is pretty crazy. Leaving your job is pretty <laughs> crazy. Three months till your baby's born and leave. Yeah, that that's crazy. But like, I think that's the story of so many entrepreneurs that I, I really um, respect. So when do you move? Where are you moving? And how can people follow along? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to move to Arkansas. And um, we're excited for that. Yeah. It's the natural state. Um, that's where I went to school. That's where JC grew up. So we're really excited to yeah. go back and be with family. Um, and if you want to follow and tag along in the journey, we're going to have our Facebook group. Um, it's Undercover Agency. So go and follow it and go go and be part oh, of it. So um, cool. You can just follow us on our personal profiles on Facebook as well, the Karen Height or JC Height, and we'll have the link to the access to the Facebook group there. And yeah, join us from day one. Uh, we're actually starting this in December. So I don't know when, when the podcast is airing, but um, we're going to have this in December um, starting, I think probably on the 11th or, or 12th. And yeah, it's going to be the next four months the next more intense four months, I think, like we are going to experience in a little while. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see how this goes. I mean, I feel like we need to chat probably in four months to just say, okay, what was the results <laughs> of this? Do we achieve it or do we not? We're gonna have a recap, and um, man, I'm I'm excited for what you guys are are doing. So, and I don't know if you're waiting to share some of the details, but have you been communicating like? Here's the strategy for this. Like, do you have an idea yeah. on what the strategy is? Can you share any of that? Like right now? Yeah, absolutely. So our goal is to get to four months of savings 
sorry, to get to $10,000 in four months with the agency, right? And we have very specific wow. rules. So we're going to start with only $2,000 in the bank account. We're not going to have any team members unless we can get just like freelance, like just like maybe interns to somebody to help us out, you know, like from the university. I don't know, we're, we're trying to figure that out, but no team members. Um, we're going to turn off our phones from four to eight every day. So like we want this to be a real thing, you know, like if I just go in like a hustle until... 11 p.m., you know, like I'm going to burn out. And I feel like that's what a lot of business yeah. owners, you know, do. Yes. So we want to make it really real. Come so on. we're going to turn off our phones from four to eight to be with our family. We're going to read our Bible one hour every day because you should be pouring into your life yeah. if you want to be a good business owner, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's the best book on leadership. So like that's exactly where we need to be at. And then last but not least, we're going to read one business book per week to just make sure, you know, that we're continuing to pour in ourselves. And I feel like that is a great recipe for any business owner, you know, trying to pour value into them, their lives and their business. I think, I think that should be a pretty good recipe to follow. So we'll be, I mean, we'll be sharing all the insights on a daily basis. Jason's going to record even calls with the clients. He's going to record himself call calling. It's going to be pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> now, how much of, how much of cold calling, versus like, are you going to run any ads? Are you going to just find some partners? Like, what are the rules? Yeah, well, so our goal, and, and that's that's part of the reason why you need to join the Facebook group, right? To like go through all the strategies that yeah, JC is yeah, yeah, going to yeah. follow. But we believe yes. in, in just being very active in the local market. So, you know, what are the things is like, I mean, we're going to yeah. just use all the strategies. So like going into networking, going into like meeting with, you know, the major of the city, like, hey, how can I for the city today and was just like business meeting business owners yeah. we're gonna definitely do some call calling you know just like calling different like home services and hey how can i provide value today my name is this i mean honestly like i feel like a lot of people under undervalue you know the connections that they have sometimes and they feel mm. afraid of like just reaching out and calling and just like being being just like available to like hey i'm starting a business and being like just you know i, I think we're just going to be very honest about the process with the business owners there and, mm. and hopefully we're going to get some open doors and 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 just like share you know our, our experience and and yeah it's going to be interesting so so yeah there's very specific strategies that we're going to follow and in, in the way that we're setting it up as well the agency but honestly alejandro i want to see i want to see this framework maybe one day being used by somebody in ministry, you know, like somebody that is like a pastor, you yeah, know, that on. needs to like build, you know, some extra income and just like continue to support themselves. Like how can they continue to do that while they're serving? You know, like that, that would be a beautiful use of, of this experiment. So yeah, we're going to try to like implement everything and anything and, and we'll see which, which strategy pays the, the most, I guess, in, in, in this. Yeah. I, I, I think the first, if you're a consultant watching this, you're a service provider, agency owner. The my the first pro tip here is go follow this. This is probably going to be a <laughs> masterclass in business because if you look at a lot of the business books out there, a lot of the stuff like um, the biographies, there's so much failure. It's like Rocky. Yeah. Like there's so much failure, but the story arc is at the end of this. These failures learned or lessons, and they turn into something beautiful. And so I would say that's the first, like, go follow this, make sure to connect. I'll leave um, everything below. I want to know what book you're reading. So we're not going to tell you now, but like, you'll find out if you join what book they're reading each, if you exactly. want to follow along, you'll start to read your Bible today. I, I love all that. So 
what is your outside of that? What is your second piece of advice for service providers, consultants, agency owners? Because right now the biggest question people ask, like, I need more qualified leads and, um, I, you know, I, I got a pretty good sales process. How do I get in front of high quality leads? That, that's one question I, I have for you is like, what, what, are, what should people be doing right now? You know, that's, I think that's very, that's the question that everybody asks, you know, in the digital marketing space. Like I, I have my exactly. processes, <laughs> I have my product, you know, like how can I get more clients? And, and my question to you would be, how does your calendar look? You know, what are the activities that you're doing today mm. to put yourself mm. out there, mm. to put yourself in front of people? Because you don't know who's qualified and who isn't until you reach out and you start having conversations, you know, and how that person that may not be that qualified person for you for to do business with you might have a contact, you know, that is a qualified client. So I would say the first thing is ask yourself, like, what am I doing on a daily basis? How am I preparing myself to get out there, to call people, to send messages, to go in and create my own podcast maybe, and to just like interview agency owners. We, there's so many strategies out there that you can put in place, but if you don't take, you know, if you don't take control of your agenda, if you don't take control of your calendar and you don't put yourself in a position where you're intentionally getting out there, then no strategy mm. is going to pay off, you know? So honestly, I think it's just a matter of, being responsible with your time and, and being, you know, one question that we like to ask, would you hire yourself again? You know, if you were to look mm. at yourself and the way mm. that you're spending your time on a daily basis and, and how much time you're in social media and how much time you're just like scrolling on TikTok, you know, and how much time you're actually spending working on your business. If somebody were to look at that and say, okay, like that, is that what you should be doing in the role that you have today. And if, if the answer is not, I wouldn't hire myself mm. again, then there's some changes there you need to do before you can implement any strategies. So yeah, I think, I think we, so we good. make, we make um, getting clients sound so complex and sound like, Oh, like that person has the magic formula. Uh-huh. It's, it's literally about hustling your way through it and working hard. Yeah. I, I, I love that, that idea. Are there tools that you, recommend, I mean, to, to, to keep yourself, because as an entre- as, as someone that works for someone, you have someone kind of managing your, you know, you, right. Yeah. But then you have yeah. to, as an entrepreneur, a lot of times manage my own calendar myself. What yeah. tools do you guys use or recommend people use to be more productive and stay accountable to the work? There, there's different. And, and sometimes it's not tools, but it's just like frameworks of how to work, you know, during the day, the day. So I would say have everything in your calendar is number one. So even your break times, you know, you have to like have it marked in your calendar. Like I wouldn't go and and take even time mm. to be with my kids unless it's in my calendar. Like this is the time and from here to here. And I set so alarms. Good. If so you, good. if you have, you know, if you want to have like a break and just like be in social media, put a timer to your time and just say, okay, I'm going to be 10 minutes in social media. When the timer goes off, then I'm back to work, you know, those type of things. Um, mm. I would say starting, ending so your day with a list of the things that you didn't accomplish, things that you want to focus on. So the next day, you know exactly what to do. It's just helping you and how to, can I be more proactive? Like waking up earlier, you know, than anybody in your home. So that way you can actually do some stuff in, in your quiet time and mm. understanding where your sort sort of like your zone of genius starts happening. I think it's really important. You know, like if, if I didn't, and very, being very specific again with your calendar. So like if our goal is to like connect at least with five people every day, five new people that I'm sending up a 
friend request on Facebook, you know, and then I'm sending messages like introduce myself. Not everybody's going to like accept you, but they would at least check who you are. And that's already yeah. an opportunity, you know, to connect, um, sending messages to people. And if I, like, I remember doing this, you know, in the first, in the beginning, when we first started doing our business and if we didn't meet the five people a day, we had to work extra on Saturdays to like meet that quota. So just so we had like, mm. I mean, we were very specific about the things that we needed to do. And so I think just being cautious with your time and, and being cautious with just understanding how you're investing it and where you're investing it and understanding how to say no as well. There's so many shiny objects out there that, oh, like you should be looking into this tool. No, you need to like work hard. You just need to go and do the things. So the less you think about things, the more you do. It's just, that's going to be way better for your business. No, I, I, I love that. And, and it's funny because like, we're so focused as entrepreneurs and, and learning how and consultants about like these mechanisms, these tactics, the new software, the new this, that, <laughs> but like, it's actually right under our feet. Like it's right here. We need to look at our calendar and actually have some, ask ourselves some hard questions. If we truly are putting the work in, um, yeah. to get the results that we, we really want in life. Right. So no, I think that is, um, that is awesome. One of the things I, I thought of, um, as you know, I know you're connected with John Maxwell. What is your favorite John Maxwell quote? Oh man. So do you have one? Yeah, I do actually. So I was, I was after TCS, John invited us to like have a private dinner with like other 20, like, you know, really cool, amazing people. They're doing awesome stuff. And we had this like sort of like power circle where everybody was asking a question. And I remember him mm. saying this specifically when it mm. comes to money. Cause I think that's one of the things like as Christians, we struggle sometimes mm. with of like, Oh, you know, I don't want to be too greedy. So I don't want to like go and make too much money because then what's going to happen? Mm. You know, like I'm going to like, it's going to turn me into like somebody bad or whatever. You know, like, there's some people that have some, and I, and I used to be in that mindset to not exactly that money was going to make me bad, but that I already had enough. And so why would I want more? And he said this quote that just like shifted my whole mindset when it came to money. And the quote goes, mm. be a river, not a reservoir. So for me, just understanding like, man, I was mm. putting obstacles, like, because I already felt that, oh, like I have enough money. Like I, I have my basic needs met, you know, like I'm already, you know, like coming from Nicaragua, I have family that never made it to college. I have family that really depend on what they're earning that day. And that's a really hard thing to know that you have like direct family members that are like living in, in a, in that sort of like way and thinking like, man, I have this many blessings. Mm. Like, why would I want anything else? What do I want to, what do I, I want more? But the reality is that we are called to do amazing things and we're called to, you know, produce, but not because it has to be for us, not because we have to store it you know, into this reservoir that, that John Maxwell was selling, but to be a river, to let it flow into others. And so that just like, man, I, I, when he said that, I was like, wow, like I've been <sighs> so wrong and I've been like, you know, putting an obstacle on God's mm. blessings as well and putting an obstacle as well in my own growth, you know, not wanting to like push harder. And, and yeah, that's just that, that quote specifically just changed the way that I look at things now. Yeah. It reminds me of, um, he, he supplies seed to the sower. And so like, I, I think it just doesn't stay with us. I think money, it needs to be, needs to flow through us 
from a yeah. generosity standpoint. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's a powerful thing. Mine, mine is I saw him in 2002 and uh, it, I, I literally probably wrote every word he said. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and he, he asked for, he asked for a diet, Dr. Pepper. He, uh, I, you know, one of my favorite quotes is leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And that, mm-hmm. that stuck with me. It was developing the leader within you as probably one of the first books in business I ever read. And um, yeah, just, just, just an amazing, amazing leader. I think what, he's the most from quotable his model person. of leadership. Oh, good. Sorry. I was oh, just going to say even that, close. that. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's definitely not even close. He's, and he's, he's written so much. Yeah. So from his level of leadership, like if, if you can boil it down to one thing that maybe you guys are striving for, what makes what makes a great leader? Yeah, what makes a great leader? I think, you know, for us, man, that, that topic is just so, such a big thing. But I think a great leader. <laughs> if I if I have to think about the the way that the things that we have learned in in this five years of leading people, is that you know you have to be you have to be willing to accept that sometimes you're wrong. You know, like I think in leadership we have a lot of mm. um, responsibility and that can be a big weight in your shoulders of like having to make the right decisions and i think just understanding that it's okay to be wrong and 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 it's okay to not know exactly what that next step is that's still part of that leadership journey and and that it's okay to tell your teammates mm. hey we're going to do this. And I don't know exactly how this is going to turn out, but just set those expectations with them mm. and even allow your, your team members to fail. I think just failure is one of those things that we have learned to be like the key ingredient, you know, and in, in, into the success, just not being afraid of that and not being afraid to like make, make a wrong decision because through that we learned so much and how to be better people and, and how to, you know, just, love better, you know, and just how, how to serve in a better way. And so I think just being okay with, with being wrong and being okay with our teammates, we you know, making mistakes sometimes that you don't have to be perfect to be a leader and, and, and nobody really is anyway. So the, the sooner you accept that, I think the easier it's going to be for your mental health <laughs> too and, and your growth. That's really good. I think one of the most noble things is not to say some cool quotable thing, but going, yeah, you, you can be wrong, you know, and, and the humility. I think one of the most attractive things of, that of leaders I follow is humility, you know, and, 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 and it just speaks volumes of, of who you guys, who you guys are and who you guys are in the world and how you show up for, for your people. I, I, before I ask a couple of my last questions, um, what are you most proud of? Karen, like, like, what are you most proud of for yourself? Like, what makes you, if you just look at your life, like, here's what I'm proud of that I've done. I think what makes me the most proud of today is the fact that I think we've never lost the, we've never lost sight of what's really important in our lives. We've always placed family first in anything that we've done. And we've tried to also remind our team that that is the first thing. So whether it's an event for the company or, you know, TCS or, you know, just whatever we do, like this experiment, for example, I think like family for us is always number one. And that's the one thing that, you know, even if, you know, one day we're not successful in business anymore, you know, like, let's say whatever happens, I know that 
we will still be successful because we have God in our family. That's number one. And and I'm really proud that even through this journey, I haven't we haven't lost sight of that. Yeah, that 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 that's so good. Before these last two questions, um, just want to say I am so impressed with you guys. Just the language that you use about what you do, and um, I'm praying, man, that that you guys when you're when you every step you guys take, you take new ground in Arkansas and that it would be such a great, not only business story, but just that God would ultimately get the glory because what, every time I talk to you about like, you keep, you keep pointing back to, to him. And so I'll be praying. I, 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 again, thank you for your time today. It just means a lot. How can people get connected with, with you, the committed mastermind, like, where, where can yeah. people find you guys? So I think Facebook or Instagram are the best places. You can follow us. Um, JC is JC Height and myself, B. Karen Height. So those are the best places. And then also we have our website, which is theheights.com. And that's sort of a summary of all the crazy stuff that we have going on, whether it's our experiment or mastermind, our events, um, JC's podcast, whatever it is, you know, we have all the links in there for everybody to, to have access to. So yeah, I was just, Thank you so much, Alejandro, for allowing me to like be here and just having this conversation. I have loved connecting with you over over the past months over yeah. over Facebook, and it's just like really cool. To yeah, working it out. <laughs> that are you know just going after amazing things and and not keeping that them to themselves, right? Like you've gotten so much knowledge, probably just like hosting mm. the podcast and you're like sharing it with everybody. And so I think that's something beautiful that you're doing. So thank you so much for allowing me to be part of this. Absolutely. Okay. Last two questions. If you had to go back at a younger time in your life, your business life, yeah. what advice would you give to younger Karen? The number one advice that I would give is that it's okay for you to get help. It's okay for you not to have to do everything yourself. And more importantly, you are helping another person develop themselves and gain knowledge and, and create their own path in their business life by asking for help. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing. And then also that as you're delegating, you know, share with these people that you're delegating whatever you need, the actual goals, you know, the outcomes that you want to get. That's going to help you and help these people so much in their journey because they're going to know exactly what you want to accomplish and however they want to do it, they're going to do it. And it's going to be amazing if they're accomplishing that goal, that outcome. And that's going to be just a motivation for you to continue to delegate. And I think as a, as an early entrepreneur in business, I felt guilty about asking for help because I could do it. You know, there's some things, but just the way that you are able to use your time in different ways and just be wiser and how you're using your time starts with delegation. That's, that's amazing. Um, okay, what is your definition of holy hustle? I think my definition of holy hustle is I think we're 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 called to to produce, like I mentioned, right? We're called to be people mm. that are there for others and that you're in service of others. We came here. There's the same that my mom says. It's in Spanish, um, but it sort of translates in into came to this world to serve. So if you're not serving, you're not doing anything. And I think for me. The holy hustle has to do with like just being passionate about serving others. And that might be 
just working on meeting their needs. That might be just working on serving them through the product, the service that you have, because you know that you can create that solution for them that nobody else is going to do. But if you focus on having that servant attitude of just focusing on adding value to others and and, and doing good, I think that's exactly what we're called to do uh, on this earth. And, and just working hard for those things is not a bad thing, you know, and, and whatever God wants you to do, just continue to like follow follow it blindly because it's going to pay off, you know, that's the point. <laughs> Come on. Okay. How did you say it? How do you say it in Spanish? What mom said? El que no vive para servir, no vive para... Awesome. Well, Karen, you have, it's been a pleasure. What a conversation about leadership and, and taking risks and uh, I'm excited. So folks that are watching right now, make sure to follow along. I'll leave links to the Facebook group. Get in there, learn. This is going to be a free masterclass. This is free, right? This is free for it them to free. follow. Yeah, it's a hundred percent free. Yeah. So this is like a free masterclass to learn from people that have have been is it the ink 5000 right correct twice yeah get get in there get in get in there get signed up open the newsletters pay attention read for an hour of day read the book uh get on the live streams and you're going to get a wealth of knowledge and i promise you your 2024 is going to be better as a result of spending time with the height so karen thank you so much for your time thank you so much alejandro this was amazing thank you 